Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Before we start today's podcast, a quick heads up on Sherlock's VIP Club. From restaurants, bars and hotels to beauty, wellness and shopping, Sherlock's partners with some of London's best destinations and hottest brands to bring its VIPs exclusive monthly offers. So why not sign up? It'll cost you just £5 a month or £50 for the year. Use your card once or twice and you'll have made that amount back in no time. Plus, this April, annual sign-ups receive a free powder detox edition beauty box worth £55. For more information, visit sherlocksvip.com. Welcome to the Sherlock's Highlights podcast with me, Charlotte Collins. This week, I'm joined by Lou Huff, Astrid Carter, and very special guest, stylist, influencer, and writer, Monique. Monique, you've joined the team as an honorary member this week to do a week with with Sherlock. So welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, we always start our podcast by talking about TV and what we've been watching. So what's everybody been tuning into this week? Well, I am like 100 years late to the party, but I finally started watching Queer Eye. I'm so happy you're actually watching this. So I downloaded some on my phone. I had a flight to catch on Friday afternoon and I was literally in tears at the airport. Heather was chatting the other week saying how Queer Eye is life-affirming TV and it totally is. I still haven't watched it. Monique, you have to watch it. I sort of poo-pooed it at first and I wasn't really sure if it was going to be for me and went home last weekend and literally watched eight back-to-back with my mum, cried my eyes out in most of them. Like, it really gets it's to you. It's so emotional, yeah. especially that first... I've actually only watched two episodes, but the first one with... Is his name Tom? The, oh, like, I know um, I know exactly the guy from yeah. Georgia, Dance yeah. Georgia. Oh my what god! What do they do? It's a crack team of five gay guys yeah. who each have like a specialist subject. So one's on beauty, one's on fashion, one's on like lifestyle, and they basically go in and like make over the lives of these guys yeah. who, who kind of need help in all of those areas. And they've kind of lost touch with themselves. Yeah. And a lot of it's about their family life as well, and how that sort of had an influence over them. And it's so it's sad, not humorous. Well, there's a bit of both. Like, okay. they're it's super like camp. Yeah. 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 They're super camp, these guys, so they're a lot of fun. But they're also really human and really they're nice, so which human. is what makes them... They're so down to earth. Yeah. yeah, they're lovely. Quite, like, endearing. So the whole series is actually set in Atlanta, and so that's why there's, a kind, there's like, a sort oh, of political twist to the whole thing. You'll yeah. see as it goes on, because each episode, they either deal with somebody who's, like, a really devout Christian who doesn't necessarily believe in, yeah. like, you know, gay marriage or whatever before he spends time with these guys, or, like, there's one episode with a policeman, and, and one of the guys is black, and they have this, like, real heart-to-heart about... One. Yeah, it's really mm-hmm. heart-wrenching, isn't it, about, you know, the relationship between, like, black communities yeah. in America and... The police, and so there's it's not just kind yeah. of superficial crap, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it is quite intense as well. But re- just a real emotional roller coaster. I don't yeah. think it's sort of like the facade of like just getting a makeover and like having your hair and wardrobe done, it's like kind of everything else that, yeah. that yeah. goes with yeah. it. Although, don't you think it's quite funny? Like, the guy who does the interior, so they have their house makeover as well, like he maybe works 50,000 times harder than any other member of the team. Like, one guy will like come in and like give him a haircut, and then the other guy will be like, This is how you should walk better, and then the other guy's literally like tearing down a whole house in the space of five days. So. And the food guy basically. 
basically just says avocado. Like yeah. everything <laughs> revolves around <laughs> having, having a guac. It's really, really good. I'm going to binge on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that I watched on Netflix this weekend was um, David Letterman's interview with Jay-Z. Oh, I really want to watch yeah. that. Yeah, it's actually fascinating. Like, I know the Daily Mail review- revealed quite a few spoilers. How candid is he? He's so candid. Like I was saying to you before, yeah. like, he really talks about his mum coming out. He talks about his drug dealing past in his teens. Oh, really? Yeah. He talks about his relationship with Kanye. Like, talks, talks, about, talks about infidelity yeah, as well. Yeah, he does. He, they, like, reference her at the beginning. Talks a lot about being a father and, like, bringing up children. And then most... Pointedly, they talk. Basically, apparently, David Letterman also had an affair, and it was quite public. I guess you know, big news in the states a few years ago. Um, so they both talked about like how their relationships were impacted by having affairs and how oh, they wow. move on from that. And yeah, and he like said that they've been in therapy and stuff. So did it change your perception of him from watching it? Yeah. First of all, have you ever heard him speak before? I've never seen him do an interview. He's I've got, never, I don't know what he's like. He's got quite a girly voice. Okay, he's not Michael Jackson. Like that would be too far. But he's <laughs> he's quite high pitched. Like not at all what you'd expect. Really? He also looks really suave. Like he comes on in like white sneakers and a suit with a white t-shirt like he looks really nice. good these days but yeah really worth a watch for anyone whether you're okay. interested in his music or not you know he's a pretty big cultural icon I started watching the one with um, Obama mm-hmm. and I just it, it just didn't hook me in straight away really? interesting yeah. I lo- did you watch it I watched it but I'm definitely it's so watch it. good I'm the, the only Obama. slightly weird thing that this series does is they then kind of go away from the interview to, to go and visit like somebody who's kind of vaguely related to the person they're talking about so for example with the Obama thing they go to visit Reverend John Lewis I think he is who was basically like Martin Luther King's right hand man hey, hang on I want to like hear the interview and like yeah. with Jay-Z they go, they go to talk to some like random producer who I'm sure is a really successful no. music producer but it's a bit like no 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 so I want to know about the affair yeah exactly. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah other than that's good what do you watch Monique? I watched Seven Year Switch oh, I love it it is so good yeah. so I think it was the third episode last week okay it's about four couples who might be at the, the end of their relationship they could have kids they could be married but they've been together a long time so this is their last hope for like therapy to try and figure out why they do love each other and if they can make it work couples all get split up and I think they go to Thailand and they get put with other people and they have to live in this massive house and act like each other are the husband and wives is it a bit like um, wife swap it's yeah. like wife swap yeah. but there's therapy throughout so it's not just do the washing yeah, and do yeah. the tidying. It's they get they have to do like role reversal yeah. and they have to look at pictures of their other halves yeah. um, and see how they react and like go through arguments as well. So they get like, they had like a script of an argument that happened like a couple of months ago and they read it back with their other like their new Ooh, partner. That was really good. It was really really yeah. good. And I think it's really interesting because you see how well some of them realize how wrong they are and kind of what they're saying, and then some of them were like. I still think I'm right. You're like, okay, you're not ready to take this on board. But it was, it's really interesting. And there was one, I don't know if this is the most recent one, where one of the girls had been um, in the swimming pool and she was just wearing a thong in the swimming pool um, with the other guy. And then they were sent postcards and like pictures to the, so her husband then received pictures of her in the swimming pool in her thong. And it was kind of such a like severe thong that she could have been naked. I think it was the angle. Yeah. I think it was that, and they got a really low angle so that her amazing bum was just like a hump and then all you just saw was shoulders. So it just appeared like there was nothing. Yeah. I think her bikini top had come undone and then he'd let her put it on but the postcard doesn't show yeah. that he had left so it appeared to that guy that she was just there yeah. totally naked and he lost it he yeah. was so angry but is that angry. like the producers of the TV show like yeah, meddling definitely. to yeah, definitely. but it's, it's showing because he's such a jealous person yeah. it's pushing him to 
the his edge, limits. his yeah. limits, to see how he actually reacts. Yeah. So is the idea to break them up? So I think the way that it works is they match the couples with somebody that potentially has a characteristic that their current right. partner doesn't have, and then they will then see whether they really need that characteristic in someone or actually what they've got works for them. So I think it's sort of to test them to see, is this it? Mm-hmm. Like, do they need to break up or actually have they got something that they can salvage? Mm-hmm. So when we find out who, is it like a moment of I think it's the last end? one's this week, I yeah, think. Yeah, I oh, think wow. so. Yeah. Um, is it Thursday? Yeah. I think it is. I think it's in our TV guide this week. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna, yeah, so it's when they have to go back home and then they live back together and yeah. if they can survive oh, right. actually doing their therapeutic things while living together. Yeah. Okay. Um, and there was a clip and there was like one of the couples and he was just like, you've come back on your word. You're already messing it up. We'll see if they get divorced or not. Wait and see. It's so interesting. We're about to start a new series on Shilat about extreme beauty trends. Astrid, you put yourself through acupuncture just know, last week. I did, So it's a particular type of acupuncture. It's called cosmetic acupuncture. And it's basically an alternative to Botox and fillers. So they work with the points on your face to um, lift it and make it more radiant um, and oh my god it was absolutely amazing I mean for people who haven't looked at our behind the scenes on our YouTube channel go and look right now because Astra's skin looked ridiculous like, afterwards like you beyond like, it I, looks amazing now yeah it does I've got makeup on now and I'm not the type of girl that can like rock a, a bare face like I always have makeup on I would have happily just gone out for the evening with no, absolutely no yeah, makeup on. It, where did you go? So it's an amazing acupuncturist called Sarah Braddon. She can come to you or she has um, clinics in Chelsea. But she came here because we were filming it. <gasps> nice. So it wasn't like the most relaxing of situations. <laughs> it's but it was really in the room. Because it's acupuncture, there is like a well-being, like medical side to it. And I was telling her that I felt quite stressed and quite my energy was really low that week. I'd just been so busy. So she was like, okay, I'll tailor it to make you feel better. And I mean, what was I like afterwards? It was like so giggly, yeah. <laughs> like literally sitting there staring at his face. And they didn't do it just in your face, it was on your feet as well. So I had needles put in my face, my ears and my ankles. How long did that feeling last for though, like that happy feeling? It lasted for a good few hours and then on my way home, I left work maybe at seven, on the tube home I just got so hungry, <laughs> like ravenous. Yeah. And I got home and I had to eat like so you got a huge dinner, <laughs> but like good... Healthy, you wanted like healthy yeah, yeah, yeah. food, yeah. and then I was just absolutely shattered and I had to go to sleep. Really? Yeah. And then, then how long did you feel like your skin had looked different for? The next day I woke up and my face like did look a bit different. Like, like where? Like lifted. Okay. And I only had one treatment and usually you would have a course of six or you'd have it oh, regularly. Wow. But you had needles um, all over your face. I mean, yeah. Was, I mean, it was like, it was like a pattern, wasn't it? All yeah. Down Can here, you feel them in you? You feel it go in. But it's like a little prick, and it's really hard to explain because it's not horrible. It's it kind of feels like really relaxing and like a release. Weird. Like, well, that's what it's supposed to be. Yeah, isn't it? Like, yeah. it sounds about right. And if you can feel it, it means it's working. And does she make you meditate? Does she sort of say things um, to you at the same time? No, but she is a very relaxing, calming person. She's one of those like people that has a real effect on mm, you. Yeah. Good aura. Um, really good aura and just makes you feel so comfortable. Like, I could have told her my life story and <laughs> felt absolutely fine. <laughs> well, um, Tor wrote a piece about shaving your face. She's actually going for the procedure <laughs> this week. I mean, it sounds horrifying, doesn't it? It sounds like you're going like, to take your Gillette and start like hacking away at your face. But the idea is basically that, you know, on your face you have baby hair that is... It's like kind of, peach fuzz. Yeah, peach fuzz, exactly. And it kind of impacts your smoothness and how your makeup sits in your face. So if you go and have it removed... Well, I removed mine. I'm Indian, so I have very, very dark hair. Um, So I cream it off with that. Like Imac? Yeah, like I found the best brand is Boots' own own brand. Really? It is so good. My older sister, years and years ago, when she was like, 
14 and she was really cool at school, she did her top lip oh, yeah. and she did it with some brand and it took the skin oh. off her top oh. lip. Oh, no. So she couldn't go to school for, for ages because she was just like, I'm oh, so no. embarrassed because everyone's going to know what I've done. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously at that age, like, yeah, people yeah, are cool, yeah, aren't yeah. they? But anyway, Boots, Boots own, own brand one oh, is wow. amazing. And I probably do it every two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I, I, it does make your makeup sit better yeah. on your face. I don't like seeing the fuzz. Everyone has it, yes. but, you know. Yeah. With dark hair, you don't yeah. want it there. You just have to be very careful and not do too much sideburn. <laughs> I remember that I did it once, and then all, all of a sudden I had no sideburn whatsoever, and I looked like an alien. Yeah, that was <laughs> so difficult to know where to stop. Yeah, like how long should your sideburn? How long should it be? Yeah, that's such and a you question. want like that cute little bit of a sideburn, yeah. like a little bit of a J Lo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then a J Lo curl. Yeah. So I'd be interested to know what the okay. shaving one is like. Well, what it does say, which I thought was really interesting, is that it's not like shaving where like your hair grows back. It yeah. says that it actually basically just doesn't grow back after you have the procedure done. That's so the guy who's brought it over to the UK is an aesthetic doctor called David Jack and he's got a clinic in Harley Street and it basically says that it's an old wives tale that the hair will grow back thicker. It says shaving your legs may make hair grow back twice as fast and twice as thick but the hair on your face is vellus hair different from the dark thick hair that grows elsewhere. So I think that's quite promising. And how different would that be to threading? Oh, less painful I less think. Painful. But the same sort of concept because it's taking it away? Well, Tor hasn't had it done yet so I'll be, I'm really interested to yeah. hear how her skin's going to react but apparently it's you know it's to get rid of that peach fuzz but it's also really changes like the surface of your skin yeah because it says it's really glowy it says basically not to exfoliate if you've had this done because it kind of performs in the same way like it's like clearing the whole top surface of your skin I guess so interesting well I mean if that's something that you do regularly then surely that type of thing is gonna you know save a lot of time and money We'll keep you posted Mm. moving on we wrote a piece about men fearing being single more than women of 1,400 people polled by eHarmony, 71% of men said they felt significant pressure to partner up, compared to just 58% of single women. Why do we think that women are actually more comfortable being single? I think it's because of your girlfriends. Like, so many women have got such amazing relationships with their girlfriends that they are another relationship in your life. Mm-hmm. And I think the support that you get from your girlfriends, whether you're single or not, is such a big part of your life. Yeah. That's so true. That is, like, a really intense, like, different dynamic to... Or a lot of guys that I know. Yeah. I always do think that if my boyfriend and I broke up, that I, I feel like worried about him. Like, what he would, <laughs> who would he talk to? I would feel like, yeah, yeah, literally. <laughs> but, like, you know, boys are so, you know, I would call my girlfriends, they, that's who I would kind of put all my energy into. Whereas I feel like men just don't have those same shared yeah. relationships, do they? My best friend, she's my other soulmate. And I always have her. And I feel like you do. The same way you find a relationship, you do find that best friend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm like crying or if I broke up with my boyfriend, I'd ring her and I'd go straight to her house. Whereas boys would never do that. Yeah. Boys would never ring their friends and be like, I'm having a down day, can I come round? Yeah, like, 100%. I mean, I'm Just, sure there are those men that, that do that. I'd want him to. Yeah. And I do, I really want him to have those moments where, you don't, like you said, you don't want them to be like, oh, I wonder who he talks to. Yeah. I want him to be able to do that. And maybe the more it's spoken about, the more yeah. like, aware it will make yeah. it. Because my boyfriend has really close friends. It's not that he yeah. doesn't have, you know, good relationships, but yeah. that's not the same as actually being like, mate, I really need to yeah. talk. Well, there's, su- there's such a big kind of movement for that at the moment, isn't there? Because I think it's suicide is like the biggest killer yeah, in young, young yes. men in the UK. Did you see the piece in the, the artwork? In yes, yes, incredible. Oh. So for those who haven't, who didn't see it last week, ITV Studios did a kind of publicity stunt thing called Social Message. It was like an art installation, right? Mm-hmm. So it was kind of mannequin figurines of, of men. They were dressed as men, all lining the roof of the studios in London. 
So it was to represent that male suicide is the biggest killer in men under the age of 45, with 75% of all suicides in the UK in 2015 reported as being male. Wow. Um, so shocking. Yeah. So it was called Project 84, and it featured 84 life-size sculptures of unidentified men with the aim to raise awareness of the fact that 84 men take their own lives every week in the UK. That's, That's insane. Yeah. Like, you would never, ever begin to guess that fact, would you? But what a powerful campaign to help people to speak up yeah. and, you know, for others around you to, you know, ask if something's happened and kind of, kind of and try and speak about your problems because yeah. that is such a huge number and anything that we can do as a society to bring that down is so important. Mm. And as you say, if they're running TV ad campaigns, then yeah. that's amazing too. Well, like I said, my mum ended up ringing up my little brother who's at uni and said, are you okay? Just Love to that. double check. Yeah. Exactly. Which is like the right message. That is that's what exactly the point. Yeah. Exactly yeah. the point of the whole piece. So I, I think it's great. I think it's going in the right direction. And to think, like obviously your brother's absolutely fine, but you know, for some of these men, all it sometimes might take is that phone call and if they don't get that phone call and to feel that you can speak up about it like it may people ask you and you don't have the courage to say something but you know over time it would give people the confidence to be like no okay someone else might be going through this thing that I have which I didn't think was a problem it might encourage you to know that other people are feeling the same way as you and you can speak up and share that together Let's move on to slightly more light-hearted matters. We wrote a piece on the 10 hottest new hotels opening up in 2018. Monique, I want to know, where is on your wish list for this summer? We're going to Mykonos for a Hindu, and I've never been there, and I'm super excited to see all the kinds of blues and the whites. It's and amazing. Take loads of photos. It's so, so beautiful. What yeah. time are you going quite soon? Um, end of June, beginning of July. Oh, oh nice. So, nice. so a group so of nice. girls, lots of drinks, lots of sun. Oh, um, so I've got that, and then we've got Ibiza as well. Fun. Um, and then Mexico. So lots of oh, trips. Lots, lots of trips. But we haven't booked, like Mexico, I haven't booked a hotel yet. Mm-hmm. Don't know if you guys know anything. Are you going any... to Slum? I hope so. Wow, speak to Lou. expert. I've been twice and still it's like my number one hot list. Okay, I good. I'm it's so amazing. You'll love it. Really chilled, amazing food, super beautiful. Lou, where's on your holiday wish list? So we year? are going to Italy at the start of May and it's not a new hotel, but it's somewhere that we've been to a few times before. And normally I don't tend to go back to places but this place is so amazing it's called Lacanda Alcole it's in Tuscany and it's a really small boutique hotel and it's just super relaxing I think sometimes you just want to go somewhere and know it's going to be lovely mm. so we've got that and then we're hoping to go to LA in September time and one of the hotels that we had on this list was the Nomad which looks absolutely amazing yeah it does real interior porn so I'm really excited to see that and how do you feel about going back to destinations because I totally hear your point about you know going back somewhere if you know it's really lovely but I'm always really nervous to miss out on other places I think it depends what you want from the holiday I think if you know you just want something really relaxing then it's perfect you just arrive you know what you've got to do you know you've got to go Mm -hmm. and it's just you know we go to the same place every year do you? um, yeah Will's family go to Ilietas every year same time of year beginning of August we start going as well in Mallorca in Mallorca mm-hmm. and that's, I'm obsessed yeah it's so gorgeous yes. there's this amazing little beach I think it's called Bougainvillea Beach Bougainvillea yeah yeah 100%. I feel like Mallorca is one of those destinations where people tend to go back to a lot yes yeah, for sure I don't know why I don't know whether it's because it's really easy to get to from mm-hmm. the UK it's not so much of a long haul flight and it seems to be developing so much I was about to say so I've been going there since like every summer since I was little okay. when I was younger it used, I mean there was the difference now in terms of like boutique hotels and great restaurants yeah. like it's, it didn't Marbella was the kind of cool one and Mallorca was like a bit more family yeah. whereas now like Marbella is more off the agenda yeah the table it's like made pretty and it's a bit rustic yeah. you feel like you're not so touristy there yeah, yeah. Asha where's on your wish list for 2018 
Well, I really want to go back to New York this year and I've never done the kind of Brooklyn side of things. So they're opening a Hoxton yes. in Williamsburg, which is really exciting. So yeah, that's definitely top of my list from the feature we wrote. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Lisbon in July. That's my yes. next trip booked. And that's also a hen um, as well, right? That's a hen. So we're staying a little bit outside of Lisbon mm-hmm. in a really lovely villa. It's a big, it's like 14 girls. So then we wow. can do like pool days and chill days. So perfect. And then it's about 20 minutes um, in a cab to Lisbon. Oh, so we can you. do Amazing. some nights out as well. Speaking of New York, Monique, I was so shocked to hear that you've oh. never been to New York. I know, I know. I even said to Will the other day, I was like, we need to go. Yeah. Everyone I you say... I've never been. They're it's like, so you. It's, it's so crazy. You. I really want to go. I wish I did that when I was like young and like an intern and I was like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like, cool, now I'm going to have to pay for it. Yeah, I, yeah, I was about to say, you've got to be there when you've got money to spend as yeah. well. So yeah. it's a frustrating, frustrating city to be in if you haven't got cash in your pocket. I need yeah. to know exactly where to go and to be like, this is where I'm going, this is what I'm doing that day because I want to do all the cool things. Yeah. Well, I'm sure between us we can come up yeah. with an itinerary for you. It's so also you the type of place that you could definitely go alone but it's so inspiring just sort of walking down the streets and everywhere you look looks like a movie set. Yeah. It literally is a movie set. Like steam will be coming out of the floor yeah. Yeah. next to a yellow cab. Yeah. Like, okay. it's just, and they'll have shut off a road because they're filming like a trailer. Yeah. Or what time of year is good to go though? I would like say, April, May, personally, or September. Yeah, I yeah. think fall is I would, really beautiful. Okay. Miss late July, August, because people leave the city. It's really hot. It's, it's really hot. Yeah. I don't know that time. It's unbearable. Yeah. And I've done February as well in, like, minus 20. Yeah. No, I don't want to do that. that. Mm-hmm. I just want to wear, like, a nice summer dress. Yeah. yeah. And not worry about taking an umbrella or Yeah, I would say, like, May and September, October. Mm-hmm. October's so beautiful because the, the trees really turn. Oh, we could do October. And Halloween is such a huge yes. holiday for them. And Thanksgiving, so they really celebrate. So, yeah, you need to book a ticket ASAP. Alright, I'm going to do that tonight. <laughs> <laughs> On that point, so I just got back from Stockholm yesterday. I was there for the weekend. And it is the coolest city. Like, I feel like it is a bit underrated. Have you been? Yeah. It's very How cool. cool is it? Like, yeah. when Lou was asking this morning, I was like, this sounds really basic, but it's really Scandi. Like, if you like, <laughs> Everyone's day. gorgeous. Everyone's gorgeous. All the interiors are incredible. Yeah. Like, we love looking at estate agent windows when we're abroad in different cities. And literally every single apartment up for so rent or cool. sale is, is beautiful. Like, so cool. Every shop is a concept store. Like, they just just like got it so right yeah. the scans, scandies haven't they like 100% I remember going to Copenhagen and staying with friends this was quite a few years ago and they were students and they were in their we stayed in their student accommodation with wow. them was it was ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, it was nicer than most flats. Wow. Yeah. And can you walk everywhere? Everywhere. We literally we didn't take one taxi. The entire wow. time we were there, we walked absolutely everywhere. It's it's just and it's like you know it's not the kind of city where you have to go to X Y Z tourist yeah. destination. You can just wonder walk and absorb. And yeah, it's oh, so I, I love that type of city break where you don't feel like set to an itinerary. Totally. You exactly can just wonder like. and take what you know, see what takes your fancy. Yes. And how good is the food there? Yeah, really, really good. So what kind of cuisine is it? Like, it's like well, I mean, we had a bit of everything. They do a really good brunch. It's basically you know like a millennial Instagram. <laughs> like great brunch, great interiors. But they know it. They yeah, know it's, it's authentic. Yeah, totally. Big shout out to Stockholm. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Let's talk about wedding gift lists. Monique, we were chatting about this just before we started. We wrote a piece about the etiquette of both doing your wedding registry and also giving gifts for weddings. Do any of you have rules about what you do give to friends getting married? I don't have rules, but I've got a lot of questions. (laughs) So I'm going to pose them to you guys now. If you are really good friends with, say, the bride and you don't know the groom, is it okay to just get the bride a present? Ooh. No, that's really? Not okay. Yeah, <laughs> I think it is okay. I but, think it is as well. But it's not her wedding. We're like we have a rule where we pay for the gift, like Ben pays for his. If yeah, he's yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. then he has to deal with that. So that yeah. way, you're not like forced into like upping your financial bracket. For, yeah. Like, you know his best friend so it is in that way he like I'm a bridesmaid later this year he won't be buying that yeah like, yeah I'll we be did that. that I well I gave money I give money yeah so I find this really interesting that you give money yeah I, I don't know if it's an Indian thing but we're very much so like we, we cringe out a lot a lot of Indians <laughs> at the bottom no boxed gifts <laughs> really? I hate, no, don't I mention that. words just like, I okay, hate it when people do that that's <laughs> saying I want cash cash, Mm -hmm. give me cash which I think is really rude but maybe because that's always been the way I I now know people just want cash how do you know how much to give people yeah that would be my because worry. at least if you give a gift, yeah. you don't know the cost of exactly. it. Exactly. So it's very upfront being like, this is the money. Uh, I, yeah. I will know the value of presents. Okay. okay. Like, I feel that's like true, I'll true. be Googling it straight away. Especially like, what is. And if you've registered, it? you obviously yeah. have yeah. stuff on your list. But it's got so annoying if you don't get in there early. Yeah. Then yeah. You've basically got like the 500 quid chair yeah. or the teacup. It happens yeah. every time. Like, what the hell do I buy? But people still do that. People live together now. So what else do you need? I always think that, like, if I register, if I got engaged now, like, we've lived together for two years that we don't I have a toaster you know I have everything that you could want You've got, yeah. like a din- I didn't want a china dinner set you know it's 2018 I don't really what does one register for I would love a china dinner would set would you yeah that would be lovely oh no God. to be yeah. fair most weddings I go to these days it is money towards the honeymoon yeah really? so that we... that's just really normal and yeah. people don't and they feel okay yeah. with that I feel so mind. okay with that and I think that's a really nice way of sending the couple off on, on their way you yeah. know, the, the amount of money that they've potentially spent on the wedding themselves you know, honeymoon is also such a yeah. huge expense. But Rather than getting something that you don't really need, then I think that's a really nice way. Because for them, it's like £150 roughly per mm. head for dinner for yeah. that person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. paying £150 for you and potentially your partner who they yeah. might have not might even know. Yeah. Yeah. So then giving them a bit, a bit money back yeah. isn't... But we're talking from the perspective of, pe- of the perspective of people in couples. If you're single and you're attending a friend's wedding, yeah. well, you know, you might not have the money. Like, I was just thinking, if I had to go to a friend's wedding by myself and hand over money they'd be like oh my god she's so stingy yeah. because you can only afford x amount if you yeah. are just you know without a plus one yeah so maybe that's when it's time to group together for a gift yeah because me and my best friend she's not with anyone and i'm with someone and we gave the same amount of money yeah and so that's when, yeah. You, when you think about it, it's a lot harder yeah. on her even though it was my money because it's my friend yes but then i've got will yeah. to fall yeah. back or, or, or will we'll, yeah he will do it when it's his friend yeah, yeah exactly right? Whereas, so we take the turn exactly yeah. I guess maybe then in that instance it depends on the situation it yeah. depends on who the couple is who's going to marry mm-hmm. who you are I just want there to be like a rule book like okay yes. the amount yeah. is X yeah. for one person the amount is X for two people because yes. like, no one actually no knows. One knows and no. as well if you're going as a couple and you're both friends would you then both 
contribute so X amount. Double in as well. Exactly. Oh, I double. see. If everybody was putting in 50 quid, yeah. you'd yeah. 100 as a couple. It's true because then you'll have sinned you if you don't, but then why Exactly. You? Yeah. yeah, that's so hard. Do you guys ever go off list with an actual gift? I have once. I think they had a wedding list, but a lot of it had gone very quickly. Mm. So, like you said, Astrid, there was either the £500 swing or something. <laughs> <laughs> and then... And like a teacup. Yeah, yeah and something that you re- just feel really boring yeah, buying. Yeah. And obviously they've asked for it, but I or think... Or like if it's something you don't really like. Yeah. Exactly. You don't like, oh, I'm not funding yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so then we had to go off-piece. I always go off-list. I would go off-list if it was a really good friend or really good couple I knew. And I knew their taste and that it was a bit more personal. But otherwise, I think, stick to the list. So I really resent funding people's, like, towel collection or, like, their cutlery. Like, I just it makes me really angry. So even if I'm not close friends with them, I'll do, like, Mr and Mrs Smith vouchers or something that's that I nice. think that's would a be a nice gift. gift. Yeah, yeah. that's a nice gift. Rather than, like, literally just adding to their bedding. Like, mm. no, I don't, I'm not having to But then that is, like, money, given the voucher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're right, the it is. It. it is. Yeah. It's not dissimilar. Yeah. yeah, but then it's, it's I guess it feels a bit more thoughtful. Yeah. 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 It's, it's me being a control freak. Like, <laughs> you, you use my money for this. It's yeah. just times have changed as well. Like, that would have been so normal back in yeah. our parents' yeah. days or our grandparents' days. Yeah. Like, you do get the toaster, you get the yeah. whisk yeah. or whatever. But like, that made total sense if you weren't living together. True. Already, yeah, true. Whereas yeah. Some people just do, like, John Lewis vouchers. From one big life event to another... Let's talk about how hard it really is to buy a house because from stamp duty to the cost of solicitors, there's a lot of hidden costs involved in buying a house, right? Lou, you've been through the process. Yeah, there are so many and I think it takes real planning to get an idea of all those fees that just really add up and have that understanding right at the beginning so you have that in your budget because otherwise you can just get really carried away Mm -hmm. and you know if you see that place it's a little bit more expensive than what you're thinking to realise then you actually can't afford it because of all these fees. Mm -hmm. We were really lucky because the stamp duty change came into play just before we were about to literally like, oh, I remember yeah. so we were so lucky but that is a real killer yes. stamp duty so the stamp duty rule is that there's no stamp duty for first time buyers if you're paying under £300,000 for your property but if you're buying in London I mean that's unrealistic really yeah. 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 Right. so unrealistic I Minnie, you're just in the process of looking oh uh, well my boyfriend has a property mm-hmm. but I want to get involved (laughs) (laughs) you know just in case I'm going to be clever about this Um, so we're looking at buying somewhere together Mm -hmm. but I'm self-employed so trying to sort out my taxes and getting someone convincing someone to lend me money because I can make more (laughs) money it's so hard and has that been really difficult well I'm in the process of it now yeah um, I just I panic I was doing all my receipts on the weekend and you're like I spent so much money on paper chase like, <laughs> oh, what was I buying I don't have that many friends like who am I it's quite invasive isn't it it's, it's so literally yeah see yeah. everything I, I it's quite covers. oh my god my Welsh accountant I know I so yeah so sorting out all the receipts and stuff like that is really invasive and I am really scared about it but I'm getting excited and we're looking at places already mm-hmm. and I'm lucky because he's done it before I've got someone to be like, okay, how does this actually work? Because mm-hmm. I think if I was doing it by myself, I'd be scared that I sounded stupid. Yeah, like, knowing everything. So confusing. So I'm in the process of saving like my last bit of deposit and just making sure I'm in a really good place before I make the leap. And it is just so daunting. Like I have to be 
when they come up with all these like, jargon words, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what that means. I've yeah. not done yeah. this before. So can you just talk to me like I'm a five year old? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but then it's really it's scary, isn't it? Because then you risk being you know taken advantage of or ripped totally. off. Yeah. You, you obviously don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's quite hard. And when you get all the paperwork through, I was kind of going through it with like a fine tooth comb and being such a child about being like, okay, I don't understand what this means. And I'm one of those people that I find it hard to go through with something if I don't understand it. So I want to understand the whole process, which is really boring for anybody else. No, I think that's this. so clever. I think you want. To, I don't think you should worry. I know I don't want to sound stupid, but you shouldn't worry about sounding stupid. No, because yeah. it's such a big yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, it is. And I'm the opposite. I'm one of those people that recently. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get, let's get, good. And yeah. then like, I don't know. I have bought like something in Liverpool but my solicitor was so helpful and I said look just to be completely honest I'm so new to this I've really got no idea it's such a big purchase for us please will you just kind of talk us through the process and she was really lovely so I think if you are honest people will sort of help you out with that but it is super daunting. The other thing I think with the savings is obviously you've got all those fees which come before, but then also after, like think about have you got any furniture yeah. and what That's it takes to furnish it. And it's not just that, it's you know making sure that you're actually going to have enough money to live in that property when you're there. Things like big bills and ground rent, like bloody hell, that can really smack you in the face. So yeah. it's all of those kind of things that you just are not prepared for And then advance. if anything goes wrong, like a boiler where previously you'd have yeah. called up your yeah. landlord, that you then have to pay for that. Yeah, so 100%. I think it's really important just to have a reserve pot if you can just to make sure that well, we're looking covered. under budget so that we've got x amount yeah, of money yeah, to you have play to. around with and yeah. just yeah, have it so important. in case other life thing comes yeah. another life thing comes up yeah i don't exactly. want to be like oh we spent all our money on the house yeah. exactly which is what everyone does but there's a new base sofa that i want <laughs> and i really really want it yeah. so we want to have money saved away so we can make it look nice definitely yeah. there's no point moving into an empty shell and not being able to do anything yeah. else no and god interiors can really transform a place mm-hmm, exactly so i think it's so important to have an understanding that and also paying for things i mean you painted your whole house yeah. yourself didn't you oh, but that kind of thing would be so expensive as well so, so boring yeah. oh I love it I love painting really oh it was amazing doing my hallway was the best week of my life <laughs> really it was so good I didn't want so I first had I had people in to redo the walls because mm-hmm. they, they were awful and then they painted it and then after a year I got over the navy um, and then that, it's now this like nice like I don't even know it's like a sagey green yeah that's so it is and you did it yourself I did it myself so one night I did the white and I did it in stages like throughout the day so yeah. that was good three coats wow and then I waited a day because I ran out of like tape and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And then, yeah, I did it all in a week and I did three coats of the green. Wow. And does it look, um, it looks even? No, like, it's, it needs one more coat. Okay. And I've got another tin of it, but I don't want to return it because it's so expensive. Buy yourself a safe So I will get around to do it, but I yeah. just put the music on super loud and painted all day and it's so nice. It was quite inspiring. Maybe yeah. I quite want, I quite fancy a navy wool. Yeah. But, do yeah, it. It is the best okay, thing so. doing it. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> Monique, speaking about interiors, one of your features in A Week With was all about your interiors rules. What were some of the things that you had on your list? Well, we've got a tiny one bedroom in Wandsworth, which I'm obsessed with. And I don't care that it's small. I find it even like nicer and cozier because mm-hmm. it's still big for two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like when Will moved in, I was like, you've got a kitchen to yourself. Like there is, you're not sharing with five other girls. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, now I'm there. Um, it is really tricky trying to make small spaces look bigger mm-hmm. and fit in everything that you need because obviously it's my office as well. Mm-hmm. Like I do a lot of work there. I take a lot of photos. So sofa was a big drama mm-hmm. we had sofas that we couldn't fit in and then we lost like money on it so I found out that the sofas that you can break into mm-hmm. what's it called the modular the modular, yeah, modular sofas yeah. they're amazing because then they can fit through skinny hallways yeah. then you pop it together and it's this big L-shaped yeah. sofa I had to get so my nice. window taken out to get my really? sofa that's mental yeah, because my staircase I've got a winding staircase oh, wow. killer 
Yeah. That must be an absolute fortune to get that done. We have, it was, it was £500 to get the window taken out, which I can't even talk about, and we've resigned ourselves to the fact that we, we deliberately spent less on the sofa because we were like, when we leave this property, we'll have to leave the sofa here. I'm not taking the window out again. Oh my so, God. That happened to my brother. Really He's sad. just moved to bought a house and... They had to chop the sofa yeah. up. He had to like take an axe to that's the sofa. Exactly, that's exactly. To get it out. We'll have to get a like chainsaw. That is mental. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So modular sofas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we've got skinny doorways mm-hmm. and hallways and all that, so that works really well. Um, also, faux plants are the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Um, I Your plants to... look real. Do they? Yeah. Thanks. They're only <laughs> IKEA. That's kind of the point, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> They're only IKEA, and I've just killed. I, I love like the big. You know, like H and M Home. When you yeah. Go yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I love that vibe, but I kill every single yeah. plant. And I love really it. You call them Bertie. Oh, yeah. Bernie. 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 Every plant is called Bernie. <laughs> Maybe that's why you're going for wrong. For any reason. <laughs> No idea. I don't know why. We just called them Bernie. It's a jinx name. On number eight, I think we are. Oh, wow. Um, And then Will just refuses to, like, get me to go to B&Q. He's like, no more. (laughs) Um, Because they're, like, all in the front garden, just, like, in the corner. (laughs) Ugly. cemetery. Yeah. Yeah. Like, tree cemetery. It's awful. So now, faux plants are amazing. Mm -hmm. Because, obviously, it's small, so not a a lot of light Mm -hmm. in there. And as I said, you you know, you take a lot of photographs there. A plant can really, like, transform an an interior image, I think. Yeah. Just bring so much life to it. Also, the layering of rugs is yes. really cool at the moment. So cool. I really enjoy mm-hmm. that. And it makes it like, you can layer it so it makes it more of a focal point as mm-hmm. well. Yeah. So I've tried to do that in my living room. Mm-hmm. So how do you guys feel about everything facing the TV? I feel like that's tool? quite normal. Do you? Yeah. Because I hate that. Yeah, I'm with you. I love your setup. So Monique's got this really cool velvet sofa, coffee table in the middle, and then two incredible chairs facing the sofa. Mm-hmm. So it's like a real communal space. Yeah. And the sofa yeah. is opposite the TV. So then the sofa is opposite TV, but in a corner. In a, yeah. Okay. And so to the, the side. So you can still see the TV from what? From the sofa. The yeah. I think that's, sorry, I, I get that. You know, I want me and my boyfriend to come home and talk. I want it to be like, yeah. Yeah. we're not just sitting there just looking at the TV straight away, because yeah. then you will put it on. Yeah. And you yeah. will yeah. be like, so trying to make it a conversational area. Yeah. And those I chairs love. that you've got are like pieces of art. They're oh, so amazing. I've been dying to find something like that. I'm so excited. So, so those two chairs that I've got are from Lombok. They're rattan at the back and they're kind of like Indian inspired. So it reminds me of my grandparents' house when oh. we were growing up. So I'm obsessed with it. Oh, and Dishoom. Has anyone been to Dishoom? Mm, yes. yes. The, the interior in there is insane. Yeah, it's it's really exactly cool. like my nan's was. <laughs> um, so yeah, these chairs I've been looking for ages. So I found those. And what about layering pictures? I like your tip about layering oh, yeah. images. <laughs> so... It originally happened because we we want to sell the place, so we don't want to put more like nails in the wall. <laughs> I don't have to pay for it. But now I I love that you know pictures and artwork is all leaned against yeah, the wall. That's exactly what I have. Love I painted the walls, didn't put them back, and I love them on the floor. They look yeah. so cool. It looks mm-hmm. more like a gallery. Yeah. More and like... you've got some leaned up against. You've used the back of the sofa yeah. to prop them up, and it just looks brilliant. Yeah, like, it's so clever. Because the the artwork's so big. Yeah, I think kind of it works. It adds yeah. so much more depth through. Totally. And, when you put people are often scared to put like art on the walls because they think it's going to make like close the room in, but yeah. it actually opens mm. it up. Yeah. Same with rugs. Like, yeah. yeah, put a rug in there and no. the room is completely different. It looks like I a gallery it. space. It's yeah. really beautiful. And it's so much more modern to do yeah. that than it is. Yeah, it's like you're so laid back and you know you're relaxed. And where do you get most of your prints from? Um, French Connection Home. Love French Connection. I, it is insane. Yeah. So like, good. So many people still don't know about I it. I know. And like, it's just the coolest, like, cozy industrial style furniture. Yeah, it's a really nice balance. Yeah, it is. Yeah. They've done it so well. Yeah. So French Connection Home, Decino, also online. Junique. 
online. And then we have two pieces of artwork from the affordable art fair. Oh yeah, amazing. That cool. my boyfriend's really mum nice. got, and that's really cool. But there's loads of people um, on Instagram that I've like pinned that I'm yes. gonna get. I want like, not a sexy body, but like just an, yeah, a, like, like an outline yeah. of yeah. body. Yeah. Yeah. I want if that. Like Alexa Co. Yeah. yeah. And so, Tash Sefton is just like yes. a collaboration of clothes with that look on no it. No way. Yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Have a yeah. Like yeah. line drawing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. Yeah, That's very on trend at the moment. Yeah. Also, we've got to talk about how amazing your flat smells. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I, I, love a, I love a candle. Mm-hmm. I love it. So at the moment, I've got Red Roses, mm-hmm. Joe Malone, mm-hmm. and Pomegranate Noir. Oh, yeah. Is that how you say it? So good. So I have a candle on every night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, do. Everybody makes fun of me here because I burn them in the morning as well. Do <laughs> you? Yes. Oh, I burn Always. it when people come round. I just like my me time. I just worry about you making sure you blow it out. Oh, I often come have to call my mum and get her to get really? <laughs> no. make sure I blow out my candles, yeah. It's That's like me with well. hair straighteners. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Yeah, but it does make such a difference. I think that was the first thing I noticed as soon as I came into your flat was the smell. And I think it really does create a really like, homely Yeah, it's like you welcome Yeah, I do love it. And it's nice. It looks nice. and Especially with lighting. I've got this real thing like I don't like putting the main light on me too oh my god I can't ha- hate can't it. give me a migraine yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not warm mm. like nothing about it I hate it so I have candles in little areas and then I have lots of like floor lamps and side oh, lamps yeah. so lighting is, makes all the difference doesn't like, it oh, the big light is just horrible and just finding a bulb that's like a real soft light yeah yeah, yeah. Monique let's talk about your fashion you did amazing five days five outfits piece with us earlier this week talk us through your choices there was a really good mix of high street and high end stuff in there wasn't there well I like to mix both as I've got older I've realised that I want to spend more money on those like timeless pieces mm-hmm. stuff that will last longer but I still love Zara Mango Topshop so it's a real good mix like I'm wearing a full knitted three piece set from Zara mm-hmm. which looks so yes. expensive thanks you it's do have that cool. knack of making something quite cheap look expensive. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to mix like a high street dress or something like that. So say that Zara set with a Loewe bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it just amplifies yeah. it up mm-hmm. a little bit. But then saying that, I wore it with a pair of like Superga trainers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I like to look really casual, and I think that's where the key is. Is I think it looks more expensive mm-hmm. when you look more relaxed. Yeah. Yes. And that you haven't made such an effort. Yeah. I find the girls in the dresses and the big heels and mm-hmm. who try to look expensive. Or even if when the stuff is so expensive, not to look as... Like, I want to look not, like a cool girl. Yeah, yeah not so quick together. together. Yeah. yeah. I feel like you've got quite a kind of neutral look as well. Yeah, where, how, where do you stand on colour? At the moment, I'm going through like this major like beige love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like everything beige brown, white always, um, and linen. Yeah. yeah. I love everything like that. And quite a few of the looks were quite like safari inspired. You mentioned that there was a picture of your mum that was sort of your influence for the looks. Oh God, my mum was so cool. She still is cool. But when she had three of us, she was travelling with work. And she just looked amazing. There's one picture, I think she's in the Bahamas somewhere, and she's got these short little cream high-waisted tailored shorts on with a crop top oh, and cool. vintage well now vintage Ray-Bans and this like fluffy bob she looks amazing awesome. she's just yeah. so cool and I basically bought the same outfit <laughs> so Mango do this short suit that I'm it's wearing gorgeous, that suit, yeah. I'm gonna wear it to a wedding and then it's just it just tied in with all those yeah tones. it looks so yeah. beautiful I'm obsessed with it so yeah this season is inspired yeah. by my mum in that picture mm-hmm. and where else do you get your inspiration from do you follow some other influences or where do you look it's how I feel, I think. I go for comfort. I'm not one that's like, 
I'll, I'll, I'll appreciate other girls mm-hmm. and I love that and I'll try and figure out how I can do it for me. Mm-hmm. If I be like, oh, I love that colour that yeah. you're wearing mm-hmm. or something like that, how can I make that for me? Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an important point to make because I think so many, so many people look at these trends that are out there and think, oh God, they look amazing. But you have to understand what works yeah. for you. It's and so to easy on Instagram, isn't totally it? Totally, to translate something and work out, okay, what is it that I like about that look? And sometimes for me, it's just that it's a really beautiful girl and I'm like, okay, <laughs> yeah, actually, we have that all the time. Yeah. We're like, that's amazing. It's like, oh no, 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 it's just, she's, she's really but yeah you have to know what works for you whether it's the colouring or the shape or you know just make it work yeah Yeah. well I'm five foot one so Mm -hmm. a lot of things I'm like oh I can't wear that because of my shape Mm -hmm. or I might take the colour from that Mm -hmm. and be like I love that colour I'll get it in a dress that suits my shape Mm Um, and I feel like you definitely want to invest in accessories. You've got an amazing handbag collection and some gorgeous shoes. I love a bag. I love shoes. I feel like that's where it amplifies your outfit. Yeah. If you have like a high street dress or something and then you get those Loewe shoes and yeah. you're like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with them. So at the moment I've got my my sandals, those burgundy ones are from The Row, mm-hmm. which really I'm obsessed with. Obviously mm-hmm. I wait until they went in sale yeah. Yeah. because it's extortionate. Mm-hmm. It's because The Row apparently make all their own materials Right? They make all their own fabrics, mm. so that's why it's so. Or, or they just yeah. they know that I'll buy it. Anything that Olsen twins touch yeah. turns to gold, basically. Yeah, I want to be an Olsen twin. So yeah, I'll, I'll spend a lot of money on shoes and bags, like my Chloe Nile bag. Mm-hmm. That will just amplify any outfit straight mm-hmm. away. Yeah. I could be in my sweats and a pair of trainers, and I've yeah. got that. Mm-hmm. And it just looks so I put together. That's definitely the power of designing a handbag that it yeah. can transform. Yeah. yeah, a really simple. Look. And you can sell it after. If you're yeah. clever enough to know yeah. what's going to sell out, then you can you can sell it. Do you ever buy things on those resale sites, or do you always buy new? I've bought stuff on resale mm-hmm. sites before. I use Vestia quite yeah. a lot. I sell a lot on Vestia. Uh-huh. I did buy that Balenciaga tote bag that oh, yeah. was striped. Oh, yeah. And then once I had it, I wanted it so bad, and I was like, oh, this is a trend. So I resold it yeah, on that yeah, company. Yeah. It's also a plastic bag, isn't it, for a lot of money? Yes, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I do use them sometimes, but I love buying new yeah. It's just that feeling of being like, I have it in the carrier bag. I was going to say, it's having the box and the ribbon. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's a treat to yourself. What about brands that we should know? Any under the radar names that you think are worth knowing? Don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's spelled Kate or oh, yeah, Kite. K-A-I-T. Yeah. So cool. Amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Just like the new cool brands. Yes. Yeah. I'm obsessed with them. And they Spin do very shoot. kind of like paired back. Yeah. Quite modern. Yeah. Pieces, really cool. I've put on my wish list pair of their jeans mm-hmm. that look like they'll fit really well yeah. so they're kind of like fitted on the bum and the legs and then they kick out ever so slightly so nice. and they're like pedal pushers on the model so on me they should be <laughs> great they should be like ankle legs yeah, yeah. yes <laughs> so I love Kate at the moment that's really really cool Isabel Morant is just a favourite mm-hmm. not new but I'm just obsessed with everything she does it's just so like Parisian and cool when mm-hmm. they back yeah and one style tip that everybody should take on board for spring summer oh just be super simple I think less is so much more it's so much more powerful to see someone in this like oversized linen dress and a bag and like no accessories and nothing in her hair and just really basic I think that's so much more powerful now Good, well, we're all off to invest in some basics then. Monique, thank you so much for joining us. Everybody do check out Monique's A Week With on the Sherlock site. That's it for this week. If you enjoyed that, please do rate, review and subscribe on iTunes. See you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.